Hyde of the Sather Pierce at Black Creek Investment Management. Thanks for uh, listening into the podcast. Um, wanted to take the opportunity to talk about one of our holdings this afternoon and just um, give you a bit of a glimpse in, into how we develop a thesis around a business uh, because that's really an important step for us. Um, as you know, we start with our core philosophy of identifying winning businesses in their particular field. They are companies that really put the customer and the client at the core of all of their ultimate decisions. And because they do this, this brings a very strong value proposition for that business. Um, it allows them to really become uh, one with their customers and clients, allows them to really become an embedded service, uh, an embedded um, offering, and, uh, and a core element of, of their customers' um, uh, product and life cycle. This then enables them to gain market share over a consistent basis um, with that continued reinvestment in the business. So investment in research and development, investment in supporting the customer, solving critical problems and challenges for them. And ultimately that leads to um, competitive dominance in, within their marketplace. And that, is, that may sound like a, a relatively simplistic uh, philosophy. The challenge is we need to do all of, these, all, all of these things, but at the same time identify a thesis that we believe is somewhat unique uh, to our way of thinking relative to what the market views are of that business. So I thought a, a, an interesting one, uh, which we've been talking about recently, is uh, a holding we've had for a couple of years now, and that's, uh, that's Interpublic Group. And Interpublic is viewed as, um, well, as Mike Roth has said on many occasions, that's the CEO of the company, um, the best house in a bad neighborhood, quote unquote. And um, I beg to differ with his view of the business, but he, he's a pretty charismatic guy and has a good sense of humor. Um, essentially, advertising and advertising agencies in particular are viewed as old media. And this is where having that thesis having the ability to look different than um, and, and, and take a different view than, quote-unquote, the market or your peers, take a longer-term view of the business and uh, really stick to your thesis if all of the, the arrows point in the correct direction, of course. Uh, if your thesis is incorrect, then obviously that's not going to work. But we had a, a thesis that Interpublic really was not a, a quote-unquote old advertising or old media business. And the reason for that was really the, the core culture around the company. 
Mike uh, saved the company from essentially bankruptcy um, in in the early 2000 uh, time frame, the 2004-5 time frame. Um, and he is the single largest shareholder of the company uh, individually today because of the decisions and the culture that he made. And what he did that was very different was come in and, and break down silos, which in a people business, when individuals are compensated and incentivized on having a silo structure and being um, you know, superstar ad, ad, advertising guys and, and women, um, this was a very, very risky bet. He wanted the company to be cohesive, uh, be open architecture, so bring in the individuals from the advertising agencies that had the expertise, not have one agency be in the forefront for their core clients. So for example, they go make a pitch to GlaxoSmithKline and, and they have all of the agencies, whether it's digital offering, whether it's uh, media buying, whether it's um, advertising, um, uh, in general, um, whether it's, it's actually coming together with the creative side of the business, all of them will come together as one interpublic group as opposed to the siloed organizations which exist in so many other advertising agencies. So our thesis when the company bought uh, the software business of Axiom was that they were really going to the next level of, of being able to offer digital for their clients and their customers. And what has always been the holy grail in, in advertising for many is getting an appropriate return on investment. So we all know, you know, spending um, $200,000 for, you know, a second over the Super Bowl um, is a very expensive proposition. But what is the return on investment on that? And that's always been, you know, a great unknown. And, and that's where uh, a lot of the, the media companies have taken advantage of, of uh, media buyers because it's, it's really been something that no one fully understands what their return is. Well, Axiom has allowed them to have access to first-party data. Uh, it has allowed them to offer uh, an interesting technology stack for their customers. And it has really enabled them to become far beyond the old advertising agency model and actually move entirely into digital and offer their customers and clients that uniqueness that they have. And because of this, uh, they are, are fortunate to call themselves uh, uh, a solution provider for the likes of a lot of the industry leaders today. So, for example, uh, Amazon is a customer of, of IPGs and, and, and purchases um, and embeds a lot of their technology and, and advertising expertise into uh, decisions that they make with respect to their advertising budget. So 
as I said, we've owned the company for a couple of years now. Uh, it's one that is uh, at the top of, uh, of our list in terms of, of free cash flow, in terms of potential IRR, and in terms of their efforts in, in ESG as well. Uh, they've been a, a leader in the industry and have been uh, well recognized as being, being a leader in the space. So took a different view than the market, uh, had what we believe was a, a differentiated thesis, and this is a company that uh, we're happy to say we're, you know, we are and have been a large shareholder of for, for a couple of years now and, and hope to be for, for a, a longer period of time. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time, and, and hopefully that gives you an insight into one of the winning businesses within our portfolio uh, of, of global offerings, and, and certainly IPG is, is very much a, a, a global leader in their space, gaining share, as are many of, of the holdings in, in the portfolio today. Thank you again for your support. Uh, stay well, stay safe. And, uh, and take care, everyone. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.